to Adjust Your Crown. My name is Jamie and I'm your host. I am joined today by my boo. This is my A1 <laughs> day one, y'all. Miss Chanel day is in the one. building. Say hello to the people, Chanel. Hi, people. <laughs> so as you guys know, this first series is all of my loved ones that I refer to as hashtag the company I keep. Um, again, Chanel Love is my it. A1 day one. Yes, the company I keep. Listen here, birds of a feather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's real, though. It, it is. real, especially as we get older. It's not no joke. Who better to start this project with than the company I keep and I'm going to share them with you guys so we're going to talk all things love Mm -hmm. today and we're going to talk about just our journey our own journeys to love you and I have gone through our journey of love kind of together again you're a one day one yeah (laughs) so we done been through some things oh just a smidge just a a smidge (laughs) let's start with when we learned love like for you, when did you learn what love was? Well, you kind of were a part of my story. Yeah. Um, I think for the most part, I learned what love was outside of obviously like family love. Family and, love, right. And um, friendships and stuff like that. Um, I learned love for myself personally when I started uh, befriending Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Good old B. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mr. Biff. Yes. Okay, so that was your first experience with love. So would you say that you learned love of self through that first experience with love? Is that the first time that you learned love of self? I'd have to say yes, because I didn't have a very strong um, example at home for loving oneself. Yourself, right. Just because of, you know, the the upbringing that I was under. Yeah. Um, You know, where my dad was... um, he loved himself, yeah. <laughs> but, as far, but as far as loving, you know, the women around him, yeah. we didn't get that in the in the correct way. Okay. So I mean, my dad was more um, uh, a demonstrator of love by, you know, uh, monetary things. Okay. And and that's not, common. And not in you know for the emotional. Yeah. Um, that's it, common it, though, especially among their generation. Yeah. So funny enough, that was one of the generational things that my mom made sure that she um, kind of broke for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. She grew up um, same way. Like she didn't have that example. It wasn't a lovey dovey, mm-hmm. love you. You know, your parents took care of you, and right. that's what right. love looked like for them. But for her, with us she made sure to change that with us to where she was always super affectionate, very lovey-dovey. Um, I'm the same way with my children right. as well. But even still, even with that, which is always why I'm always curious of how we give that to our children mm-hmm. and give that to young girls coming behind us because even with my mom being super affectionate, lovey-dovey, those kind of things, I still, it wasn't until later in life that I learned love of self. Mm. Like, I learned how my parents... Maybe she taught me how my parents are supposed to love me. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, and maybe so. I, I know for me, my dad was more of a... He was such a hard teacher. Um, yeah. So for, for me, loving myself meant being hard on myself. Um, very, uh, very um, kind of, you know, perfectionist type environment. Yeah. So loving myself, I actually really wasn't loving myself. I was more so abusing myself. <laughs> 
um, from an emotional standpoint because yeah. I was just brought up in a structure where he, because I didn't see him really love my mom in the way that she deserved to be loved, yeah. we all still got his his idea of love, tough love, which was tough love. Yeah, that's dope. And it's funny because so. knowing you and knowing how you are, you are very hard on yourself and kind of yeah perfectionist kind yeah. of that's funny to know that that's where that comes that's from. where that came from i mean being in a family business and then my dad just being like it has to be a certain way like yeah. and, and this is what it needs to be and if it's not this then you should feel bad about it because you can do better oh that's pressure yeah <laughs> pressure like pressure for real like for real pressure to the point where i didn't really have a chance to 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 take the time to embrace some of those other things that i probably could have gotten as a kid yeah. whereas you know with love you know, in mind. Um, yeah. But I did know that um, what love didn't feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we had some of those examples. Yeah. So tell me at what age you feel like you learned love of self. Love of self, I think I, I probably started learning when I was about hmm, 14, 15, okay. around the same time that I started talking to uh, to, to be. And, okay. and it was just more so because I knew what I wanted and yeah. I knew what made me I knew what I didn't want. Okay. And so that's, that was like the beginnings of me being like, well, I love myself enough not to want to do to do that. what I see in my household being done to my mother. You yeah. know, like I don't want that to be me. Okay. So that's dope. I think that's something that we're going to learn throughout this series. And I think I'm going to be like intentional to ask everybody that question mm -hmm. because for me, love of self is very recent in my journey. Like I, you know, I've been a mom since I was 15 years old. So I've always loved other people. Uh, it wasn't mm -hmm. until I started trying to figure out who I was outside of being a mom that right. I started to explore love of self. Right. And girl, that was, I was good 30. Yeah. <laughs> I was a good 30. So I, I do want to make sure that I ask everybody like when, how old you were when you started kind of on your own journey, when mm -hmm. you adjusted your crown and started your journey to love right. of self. Give me a moment where you had to adjust your crown. I had to adjust my crown with regards to love when I realized that my marriage, my first marriage was failing and yeah. I was going to need to figure something else out. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that was when it was time for me to adjust when it, it the got crown. Real. Yeah. <laughs> At the time there wasn't even a crown. I didn't even know there was even a crown to on my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. There was no, I don't know anything about a crown. I was like, I just know I need to, to, to get some things in order. Girl. Enough is enough. So how did you how did you go about doing that? When you came to the realization that, you know, that your first marriage was ending, what were kind of some steps you took to um, adjust? That's a good question. Well, I, what was the first step? You ain't gotta give us all of them. What was the first Honestly, one? the first step and the step that I stayed in the longest yeah. uh, was just accepting my truth, accepting yes. where I was at that time how yes. I got there and doing the work to get out of it and yeah. that all was a process all individually within itself but I had to be um I really had to be reminded that I was not being who I was really called to be yeah and I, I wasn't going about things the way that I probably should have yeah so I had read somewhere that that is probably one of the hardest adjustments is when you have to 
adjust from what you thought your life was going to look like. Like yeah. what you what you thought it was supposed to be. Mm. And God is like, oop, no, mm. sorry, mm. girl. <laughs> right. And then it just smacks you in the face. And it's like, yeah. even if you, even if, because like, you know, we always, all of us as women, we know, and even men, like, you know, for real, for real, what's going on. Like, you know, if yeah. whether or not you acknowledge it is another thing, but you can tell when something's not right and you don't feel right and, and yeah. something needs to change. Like, you know yeah. that. So tell me one thing that you've been through, and this may be the same thing, but it can be something different. But tell me one thing you've been through and a tip for someone else that's going through that exact thing. So uh, it kind of is on the same lines, but to going through something doesn't mean that it's going to be that same thing forever. That's good. Like, even when you're transitioning, like in my case, you know, like my first marriage was, was very life shattering and at that time it was like oh my gosh it's you know what am I gonna do everything that I thought was something was actually something completely different yeah and I'd have to say that you know respecting the process I had to learn to respect the process because healing and self-awareness and you know really recognizing and realizing where you are you you can't proceed forward trying to come up with new plans and new things until you deal with what is happening right then and there. And sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes, everybody's journey's different. But you gotta, you definitely have to be willing to, to shift. Yeah, and when I say shift, I mean like not even, so the situation might happen, something might happen in your life, and that's fine, but it's how we react to things, yeah. right? So it's yeah. like, how, you adjust your how crown. do you adjust your crown yes, and, and and adjust it and, and really make an adjustment, not go back into the same habits? Yo, that's an important point, though, because right. a lot of times we can numb stuff. Absolutely. So numb I came stuff. across something the other day that was just like, are you, do you have peace or are you numb? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes so, yeah. when you're forced, it also is driven to, for me, I know, when you purposely remove yourself or purposely don't do it, so like the numb thing, if you, if you get into a relationship really fresh from still in a relationship, even if you're not with that person, but your heart and your mind and your spirit is not open to being able to be in something mm-hmm. else, but you're moving on to something else, that's a no-no. Like, that's just, it doesn't add up. You yeah. need that time. You need to You need to debrief. You need that and, time. And, and it should be something that you volunteer yourself for, not yeah. something that is thrown on you. So you look at it like, oh, well, I'm single because I'm not out here looking. But if something came along, you would just jump on it. Yeah. That's not volunteering yeah. yourself. For- <laughs> <laughs> it's not intentional. That's not intentional. It's an intentional time. Absolutely. So what is your greatest truth to date? My greatest truth to date is that I think being mindful that I can't do anything without Jesus. Oh, yes, God. That is Come my greatest on, truth. Come on, prayer partner. That is my greatest <laughs> truth. Like everything that I've ever thought that I was doing, I, as far as relationships and whatnot, um, I never put God first. Yeah. He was not in the forefront of any of my decision making. Yeah. It was just me being like, oh, I got this. And Jesus must think we got it because it's here. We're we going to tell Jesus what we got. <laughs> you know, I, This I, is what we got. <laughs> and, and, and it has to be because why else would it be here? And, yeah. you know, not understanding that, you know, 
not everything's for you. Yeah. Just because you meet people, just because things might feel certain kind of way, that does not mean that's for you. And respecting that as well and and seeking what is for you, you know, like knowing when, okay, that's not for me because that's not what I asked for. That ain't it. Like sometimes we, we, we don't, we don't, we don't respect our own authority. We have authority and we don't have to accept just anything. Anything. You know what? That's a really good point because actually that is a very um, recent and current lesson for me because I've had to realize that as it pertains to love, that everyone is not for me to have. Right. There are some people that are for me to see. Yeah. So... You know, you come across someone, of course, they look like bells and whistles. Hmm. It's all great and dandy. <laughs> and that's all fine and well, but you kind of have to pump the brakes for a minute and give it a minute because you have to figure out if that person is for you to have or for you to see. Right. And even in um, a situation that I <laughs> found myself in <laughs> a little oh. while ago. <laughs> Again, me and Chanel have have done love <laughs> together, so she's very familiar with my stories. But um, the the most recent person, like when I met him, you know, all the bells and whistles, it was great. Um, but I hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Um, and I now realize that that is someone that I needed to see. Right. I needed to see a man that could cover me in prayer. I needed to see a man that could be comfortable in his vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I needed to see a man that, um, even in that vulnerability, still projected masculine to me. Right. And um, was still a kind of a protector, um, in a sense. And coming out of the situation that I come out of previously, I needed to see someone that was what I was looking for that right. wasn't in that last situation. Because, you know, sometimes you come out of a situation and you're like, okay, is what I want on this on this list, is it okay? Or am I tripping? Right. Like, am I asking for too much? Am I, you know, whatever. But um, at first glance, that person was everything on my list. Right. So it just confirmed my list. It wasn't mm-hmm. confirming him. <laughs> right. So some people you just need to see. So now when I approach love and I come across people, that's kind of my thought process is, is this somebody that I'm supposed to have or is this somebody I'm just supposed to see? Right. And I think um, me and Shayla had talked about this before too because, you know, a lot of times people get caught up in, you know, the current dating scene, which is, <laughs> which is crazy, but it can, it can frustrate you. Absolutely. But I think it's important to still see that, okay, those may be some incidents, but there are still people out here with full common sense that still believe in what you believe in and that are looking for what you're looking for. Now that doesn't mean that they're your person, but it kind of just gives confirmation. So as we come full circle with you, Miss Chanel, who is now newly engaged. I am. Yes. Come through love. Like come through never giving up on love. Chanel is a lover. Like (laughs) I, even though I know that the process for you was difficult, I never had a doubt that we would get here again because this is just, when I think about Chanel, Chanel is a wife, honey. (laughs) You are a wife. Um, and no, no shade or offense to anybody else. It's just my friend. I know my friend. Um, 
And that's probably something that we just super relate on because we're both just lovers. And so never had a doubt that you would end up back in this space. Mm, yeah, so, you're right. You didn't, but... Never. Yeah. Never. But I know that there was a moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jamie used to always say, Chanel, you need to love like you've never been love hurt before. like you've never been hurt and before. And I'm like, girl, bye. Yes. Nobody wants to hear that. Literally, I she was, was so not here. I was like, listen, tell Chanel that when she gets back, okay? Yeah, and that's what you used to yes. always She's like, if you see, see Chanel, Chanel, let her know that we love her, we, we, love her, miss, we miss her, and we need her to get back. And, and that was back. So welcome back, Chanel. Thanks, boo. Oh my gosh, it's been like years and Sundays, but it's all good. So let's close out with um, how you rebuild love. Well, for me, I started rebuilding love um, a few years after I got divorced. Um, and when I say that, I just mean my own self-love. Yeah. Like I was single and, I, and that was a period that I had never experienced ever Yo. from like 14 all the way into yo. my thirties. I had never been single. When I realized coming and out I'm of scary. that, yo, when I realized coming out of that, um, relationship that I came out of that I had given all of my adult life to relationships, I was like, oh, wow, wow. Yeah. we need a minute. Yeah. So that's true. That's a very good point. Take sometime yeah when I took that time you know I, I I did a lot of soul searching and then I just let it go I just prayed about it but it's so funny because I prayed every single night for this man that I didn't know I was praying for but I literally would pray for him like God I pray that you know his day's good and that he Yay. you know is accomplishing whatever he needs to accomplish and that you know he's you know just 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 regular conversation about this man that I had no idea yeah. about yeah and then you know coming back full circle that same man was praying for me too. Yeah. Like we were praying for each other for years, not even knowing that we were praying for, for each other. That's beautiful. With the characteristics and the things that we both knew that we wanted. So yeah. I love that. Well, congratulations. I'm so look, I'm so really excited great. for Chanel the wife. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. It's... Um love is a beautiful thing. So do you feel like because that was something that I always told you was to love like you've never been hurt before is are, do you feel like you're in that space now? Absolutely not. No? Still no? No, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> She's I don't, still like, no, I don't, I'm taking I, these lessons I don't with love me. like I've never been. Yeah. So the reason why I say that is because the lessons. like The lessons I, that come from the hurt. Absolutely. So okay. I, I'll just give you an analogy. So I'm the type of person now that even if the, if the light is green and I feel come on that it's getting ready to turn yellow, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, hey, sir. Sir, I think the light's about to turn yellow. We might need to go ahead and like fix something or do something because we're not on green right now. The green is oh, but starting you're to feel like it's also not on red, right? But we're in the yield. She's <laughs> We're caution, warning, warning. Yellow is warning, and okay. um, we don't want to. We we not now. Granted, relationships are what they are, right? So yeah. you're gonna go through ups and downs. You're gonna have things, but I'm talking about big ticket items, things that yeah. I'm like, no, no. No, no 911 emergency. Not, I've learned that it. lesson. I need yeah. to have gotten that. And I am, and, but again, it goes back full circle on who I am. Yeah. I was raised very like, mm -mm, something's right. Something's right. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. You need to own that and you need to, you know, you know, try to do the right thing. Yeah. Try, you know, and, and that's what I do now. I really do purposely try. I purposely am very intentional on like, how I say things and I mean things that you learn along the way right yeah. because relationships are two-way street yeah. so you know you got to take some of that for yourself too and you got to own where you fell off or what you 
did or didn't do or, you know. Yeah. So I just, I try to keep myself on the same. If I feel like I'm starting to turn to, to red. You pump the brakes. You pump the brakes. Pump the readjust. Brakes. Readjust okay. my crown. Okay. I but I don't it. just move along and just be like, oh, nah. <laughs> nah, I didn't well, you know, too much. You know I'm a Pisces, so yeah, no, love we is, we're very much in mm, the clouds. Mm, but I say love like you you've never been. I am. You're, you're in the clouds, I, but it's okay. So it's so funny. You know, there's that little thing where you have the, the good angel and the bad angel on your shoulder. <laughs> like, I keep my the company I keep, I keep them on my shoulder. Like, Chanel is on my shoulder. I always hear her say, come out of the clouds, Jamie Nicole. Yes. Like that is come okay. out of the clouds. I literally, each of you all have deposited something in me that occasionally I can literally hear your voice. And for you, it's like come out of the clouds. But I do say that just in terms of to start everything with a clear slate. Yeah. And that's, and and I that's understand fair. that, you know, we do have, you know, lessons that we bring from, um, from past situations. So I just say that to say, bring the lessons, leave the pain. Yes, and I and I can't agree. Yeah, yeah. Enough. So that 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 is that's good. Yeah. So I think that um, the pain that we go through um, is only in vain if we don't get the lesson. Yes. So once we get the lesson, take the lesson. Yep. Um, and leave the pain because mm-hmm. we can't give back the pain without giving back the lesson. Right. So I'm just like separate the two, take the lesson, leave the pain, and start with just late clear that's all i mean by yeah and 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 honestly too like owning that and being able to share that with the next person because like if i anthony wouldn't have been able to deal with me had he had not known where i'd come from yeah you know so like respecting where i am because that's what i mean and that's why we you know we've we've been together for almost four years in 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 april yeah so it's been a long time, you know, yeah. enough time for me to just be like, hey, whenever I'm starting to feel like something or you're reminding me of something or something yeah. is a, you know, I say, hey. And to be able to communicate this, that. Absolutely. Like, sir, this is why I'm acting like this, you yeah. know, so that there's a clear understanding between the two of us, like why I'm the way that I am and how what you're doing is impacting my feelings, good or bad or, you know, indifferent. indifferent. Yeah. But it's helpful. You, you just have to have open communication. Like you can't just... And that's the funny thing, because even when you do get into something else new, that person doesn't know you. Yeah. So you got to have to learn. They too. have to learn. True. So in in terms of sharing our lessons and grabbing those lessons, um, we'll end with tell me um, who needs to see you in terms of our sisters and our friends and those coming behind us and anyone you may directly or indirectly via this podcast (laughs) cross paths with like who needs to see chanel i think i definitely relate to people that um kind of grow up in i don't know how to phrase this but kind of grow old like old souls okay I know for for Jamie in particular, like she's one of my friends that always, <laughs> always kind of does pulse checks. Like we don't have to talk every single day, yeah. but we pulse check, yeah. you know, because I can often at times just go in my own little world yes, and, 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 do, and do my own little thing yeah. just because I'm, I'm just, I'm a very old person in a young person's body. Yeah. And I think that that's just a testament of, um, you know, just having seen and gone through so much as a kid, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I definitely root for the, the ones that want to go their own way, don't yeah. want to go about it the right way, whatever the right way is to, because to, I did a lot of things that was outside of what my parents wanted, yeah. even though I was in a very strict 
gr- you know, grounded, you know, family yeah. uh, situation, I, I went against the tides. Yeah. And it's good that I did yeah. because I would have been doing things, not doing them for the right reasons. Yeah. And I guess basically just making your own, being your own leader, yeah. you know, like, you know, defining whatever that looks like for you. Um, not really worrying about what everybody else thinks is the right thing to do or how to be or I've never been one to 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 do that. I yeah. just kind of stand my own ground and do my own thing and like I'm what's that saying like be a be be a skittle in a room of cheerios or wait <laughs> yo listen here Chanel is that friend I'm not Chanel has some of the girl that is good we are keeping that be a skittle in a room full of cheerios and on that note we are going to close out this episode of adjust your crown y'all be a skittle in a room full of cheerios do your own thing